So I don't know what the fuck is going on with this podcast right now. I've been having some major audio issues. So <sighs> I spent the money on the second mic. It's not working the way it should. I am going to need to uh, actually get with somebody to help me fix that. Anyway, everybody, I am JC Bean, and welcome back to the podcast. Let's get this show on the road. Hello. 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 Hey everybody, before we get started, I want to introduce you to a brand new way to find JCB the podcast. Siri can now help you find and subscribe to this very show. For example, to find JCB in the podcast, you can say things like, Siri, play JCB in the podcast, or play JCB in the newest podcast, or even, hey Siri, play JCB in the podcast, the latest episode. Now the listeners can now find all the information about my podcast, such as, hey Siri, which podcast is this? So go ahead and begin your search. And remember, I'm just a voice call away. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to JC Bean, the podcast. Here I am. I feel like this is like the ultimate test for me, being able to actually do a show solo dolo. I feel like I constantly go back and forth like, am I going to do it? And I ain't going to do it. But alas, here I am. I am living in Texas now, as you've been tracking. Oh, man. So, so much has happened in the media. So much has happened with my life. So much to catch you guys up on where to fucking begin. Um, I guess I'll start with me. So since the last time we spoke, I've gotten six new tattoos. Um, two of them are actually have a really large meaning uh, or excuse me, a really deep meaning to me. The other two was just a cool pieces that I like. And the third one was stupid and hilarious. As a matter of fact, I was like, I can't believe you got that dumb shit tattooed on your body. And I think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I feel like everyone should have a tattoo that just makes them fucking crack up every time they look at it. Uh, I went through, I got tattoos that I hate. I got tattoos that I got and immediately regret it. Um, but I feel like I'm making wiser choices when it comes to putting ink on my body that will be there to stay. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, I'm currently in, I guess, a long distance relationship. Shout out to Gabe. If you're listening to this, Gabe, I love you, baby. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, and I'm actually missing him. I haven't seen him since October, November, December, January, February, March. Uh, it's been maybe about four or five months. And as February comes to a close, things are just going so good for me. Like, I'm just, have you ever had that moment of just like absolute serene joy? Like, I have that. Bitch, like, work is good. Life is good. People are good. Well, uh, no, no. Correction. People are fucking trash. People will always be historically trash. Uh, but I don't know. I guess the relationships that I've formed since I've been here are good, um, which is, <laughs> you know, a plus. I guess I can't complain. Um, work is annoying, as it always is. Uh, I as oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. so I had a show. Speaking of work and the people I've met here, I had a show that I was going to do. And I was working on it and I was super, super excited about it. But the white guy who I had on the show said nigga like twice. And after I checked him, I had to kick him out of my house. And I was just turned off from the whole episode to begin with. Um, it involved a lot of messiness with people that you guys don't know and quite frankly, don't really care about. Um, I know that if you're listening to this show, you definitely subscribe to a certain level of mess. But how much do you really want to get to know strangers and know about all their fucking messy shit? And considering what has happened with one of my homies, I don't think his brand new wife would appreciate me uh, talking about his uh, ex-sexcapades. I guess that's fair to say. Now you know, when I get in front of this mic, I like to be honest. I like to give it to you guys raw. And I don't like to beat around the bush. 
Um, but I won't do that for the sake of me still getting to know his wife. But I do. Um, I will be doing some shows with um, the gang, as I refer to them, uh, uh, so that you guys can actually get to know them. They'll probably help me co-host a few shows here and there. But for right now, I think it's high time you and I just sat down, had a powwow, had a good catch up and talk about some of the shit that's going on in the news. You know what I'm saying? Like we we need us some us time. <laughs> we don't get that. You know, it's always me interviewing somebody, talking about somebody. Um, but let's just catch up. Let's sit back. Let's pull up a chair. I don't know if you're driving. If you're driving, turn it up a little bit more. Get into this Drake instrumental that's happening right now. And let's just catch up on what the fuck is going on. <sighs> I won't go too, too far back as far as like what's going on. Because I feel like uh, a lot of it feels outdated. Um, I don't know what you really want my opinion on right now, but it feels a little outdated. So I'll start with a little bit more recent news and see how far back I go. Uh, let me start off with saying Cardi B, shout out to you, bitch, for um, that Grammy win. I watched the entire Grammys. I don't know if you've seen I was kind of bored. I hate the fucking fact that these award shows drone on and on and on. Like, I want to say it started maybe around 8, 9, and it didn't end until maybe, like, it felt like midnight, 11.30 midnight. By the time I got out of the shower and I actually crawled into bed, like, I was just fucking over it. Like, it was, Alicia Keys was a great host. Um, I loved her two piano thing that she did. Somebody came at me. And you know what? I have to say, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I will fall on that sword. There's no way that I can sit here and stand up for feminism and women's rights and still be annoyed that Alicia Keys will not wear makeup. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain before you say anything. I just feel like, and okay, it's, it's not even justifiable. I just feel like if you're entertainer, entertainer, and you're on TV. Spruce it up, girl. Put some, 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 you know, rosy cheese. Give me a nude lip. Give me something. She's a very pretty girl with or without makeup. But I just, I, I wanted something from her in terms of like being on stage. And I just felt like she didn't do it for me as far as like her, her looks, her outfits felt lackluster to me. Um, if you're in the entertainment industry and you're on TV, it's kind of like, the, you know, you, you want to get these sort of critiques. That's just the way I look at it. On the other hand, I'm totally all for her sort of making a statement with not wearing makeup every day. It's exhausting. I'm fucking sure. I am so very sure it's exhausting. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm torn in the middle when it comes to this makeup and no makeup thing. But all in all, she was a great host. She really pulled the show together um, well. Um, uh, yeah, a couple of big highlights that I've... Uh, Got the um, Diana Ross when she went out there and sang for her birthday. I'm I'm biased. I'm a little jaded. I love Diana Ross. Um, I I love the whole Ross family. I'm a huge fan of all of theirs. So I mean I'm I'm biased in that. So I really couldn't speak uh, on that performance. But I thought it was amazing. I love her. Shout out to the Queen Diana Ross. Uh, there was also a Motown tribute. Where everybody in her mama roasted J-Lo. I did not think she was that bad. As a matter of fact, not only do I think that she was amazing, I thought that her singing Tina Marie was sort of unexpected. Well, of course, she's a part of Motown, but I just didn't expect that from her. Um, J-Lo's a dancer, not a vocalist. We've come to, to know this about her, so I don't think anybody's expectation was that high um, up when it came to um, that. But I thought it was good. Uh... Cardi B won the Grammy for Rap Album of the Year, and it was so well-deserved. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but watching her perform at the Grammys, it sort of felt like I was there, too. Does that make sense? Like, it felt... Because she's, she's very much, like, that girl you know. And I felt sort of... Like, I ain't crying no dumb shit like that. But I felt myself there with her. Her talking... 
like I say, I, I will always have this sort of weird thing when she speaks, like, are people laughing at her? Are they laughing with her? Because I just want to protect her from people in that way. Um, but she was so nervous and extremely gracious. And I'm just so proud of just all the success she has. Um, I've been, I can say when it comes to this, uh, young people music, I have been doing a little better. Um, I, uh, Tatiana, Tatiana, whatever that new song by, uh, Blueface, the remix that he has with Cardi B, I absolutely love. I love the original. I don't know why that fucking dumbass song is so fucking catchy with me, but I love it. I have no um, uh, hard feelings about it. And I've also been, in the spirit of Cardi B, been listening to Twerk by the City Girls featuring Cardi B almost religiously. Uh, so that's that. Uh, big ups to Cardi and just everything. You know, she's she, she, she's bringing everything I need to my life. Um, Lori, I can't remember this heifer's name. Uh, the the girl who was at the Rock Nation brunch, who everybody is hell bent that she was trying to come at Jay Z. It's this clip floating around the internet, and it's a lot of audio going on in the background, so you can't really hear exactly what it says. But for a brief moment, it sounded like Jay Z turned to him and was like, "Uh, I'm married," and she, with her head cocked to the right, was like, "I know, but like." And everybody has been this poor girl's mentions. Lori, I, I can't remember this fucking heifer's name. Lori something. But what I mean, it was hilarious. The Beehive, y'all, y'all, we got to relax. We got to do a lot better. Everybody doesn't need to feel the sting of the hive. Like, we got to relax. We got to calm down. We can't be in everybody's mentions with the fucking bee emoji. It's too much. It's exhausting. I got a whole ass job to do. I can't be sitting around on Instagram putting B emojis as much as I want to. Also, we can't keep ruining people's careers. We we came at Sanaa Latham. She had that uh, movie that came out. Um, what was the name of it? Where she cut all her hair off. Oh, I can't think of the fucking name of it. But that movie barely made it because of the whole biting uh, Beyonce in the face thing. And we don't even know if that was true. Oh, goodness. What is wrong with us? Um, Jussie Smollett, you might also know him from the show Empire, uh, was brutally, okay, let, let me unpack the story the best I can. He was attacked. From what I understand, he was walking to go get food. He was attacked and they tied a noose around his neck and he said that they were shouting racist remarks and make America great again. Or no, they had on MAGA hats and there were white guys and they ran off. This story is a gift that just keeps on going. It's this the story has been unraveling over the past maybe two to three weeks. Um after that, police tried to conf well, not confiscate his phone, but they asked for he was given 100 percent participation until they asked for his phone. He refused to give up his phone for um I think he said that he had business partners and personal issues things in there. Initially, I was like, if you have nothing to hide, why even make it a thing? But the more I sort of heard reasoning behind it, he is a celebrity, not a very big one. That's too, you know what I'm saying. Um, but he is a celebrity, and I get he doesn't want anybody's contacts out there. But I don't think I've ever heard anything about the police leaking information. Like I don't, I don't see them as messy, so I just don't see that them doing that. But whatever, he has his reasons, and he's well within his right to do that. Um. It's probably not going to, you know, I, I feel like they're police. Give them all the evidence they want um, and they can find the people who attacked you. Uh, but he didn't want to do that. So um, that slowly turned into uh, people. And this is at this point, it was just people speculating that, oh, you know, maybe, you know, it didn't happen and maybe stage the whole thing. Um, he then went on this huge and very, very long, exhausting apology tour where he was trying to like de i guess defend himself because people said he was lying um but as again the gift that keeps on going uh they <laughs> they found two suspects who were not white they were black and they uh 
I guess had some attachment to Lee Daniels or the show Empire. What is going on in Hollyweird? Like, who's I? First of all, I, I I've said it and I said it again. I stopped watching Empire episode one of season two like it just got so ridiculous and so dumb to me apparently somebody's watching the fucking shit because it's still on fucking tv apparently um but i guess he was going to get fired or something so he probably stayed i don't know i feel like a part of me is wants to believe the victim uh and i would like to think that's not true because here's here's the problem in that there are people around the world who are really being attacked and who are really going through these sort of uh, fucking traumatic events to the point where they even have PTSD. And now, as a person on a platform you are, I really, really hope that you are being 100% honest. Because if not, man, like, that's just so fucking disappointing. Like, you you take the validity about... Val- validity you know what i'm f- trying to fucking say you t- you take that away from people who are really out there being attacked and really out there in danger and who really are you know on a pursuit of justice for themselves and you make their story seem less credible um so i'm going to go out on the limb and say as of now i believe you jussie smollett if you're listening uh I really do want to believe you and I hope I hope 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 you do not set um queer people back by doing this um what else is going on I what else do I really care to talk about uh rock nation brunch I feel like there was so many stories I wanted to cover um but they all just feel like outdated I you know what I need? I need wine. That's what I need. That's what will get me back in my element. I need more wine. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to grab a glass of wine. Give me one second. Alrighty, I'm back. I couldn't find my bottle open. I went out yesterday, uh, Saturday, and uh, I took my bottle opener in a car um, so that I can down a bottle of wine when we got there. But I left my wine opener in my friend's car, so I'm drinking Jameson, which means that it's a potential of me getting way more messier than I already am. I want to talk a bit about Fire Festival, the greatest party to never happen. While we're completely over like the fact that it actually did happen and Ja Rule scammed millions of little white kids out of their hard-earned trust fund money. Which, you know, sure, it's fucked up, it's fraud, but it's still also very much hilarious. Um, there's a documentary that has been put forth, one on Netflix, and there's another one on Hulu, apparently. Who needs two documentaries about the same thing? So I will only be talking about the Netflix one, which, in my opinion, is um, a lot. Well, I can't, I'll be judging unfairly because I don't even want to see the Hulu one. The one on Netflix I really enjoyed, uh, very specifically for this very moment. Uh, check out this clip and then we'll talk. Let me tell you something. We had four containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. But I had left the week before for two days to go to meetings in Bermuda for the America's Cup. And when I came back, I'd missed the big meeting with Customs. And of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. I went down. Well, Billy called me. I'm going to speak completely, um, you know, this won't go that far, I'm sure. But Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. And I said, oh my gosh, I've been taking something for the team every day. He said, well, you're our wonderful gay leader and we need you to go down. Will you suck dick to fix this water problem? And I said, Billy, what? He said, Andy, if you will go down and suck Cunningham's dick, who's the head of customs, and get him to clear all of the containers with water, you will save this festival. And I literally drove home, took a shower, I, 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 I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island 
to take one for the team. And I got to his office fully prepared to suck his dick. But he couldn't have been nicer. And he's like, Andy, listen, I will release all the water. I will let you serve it. But I want to be be one of the first people to be paid this import fee for what you're doing. And I said, okay, great. And I got back and I had all the water that we needed. (laughs) Can you imagine in my 30 years of a career that this is what I was going to do? I was going to do that, honestly, to save the festival. I don't know if that is enough to make you guys want to watch, but the memes that came out of this were absolutely fucking hilarious. Getting a lot of work apparently because of that clip. So shout out to him. The Firefest uh, 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 fucking, what you call it? The Firefest um, documentary has actually been getting a lot of good press. Shout out to that man and him sharing his dick sucking story. On to more hot topics. RuPaul's Drag Race has begun and I am over the moon excited it's back. Not necessarily happy about the queens just yet. I think it's, I still have to get to know them. So this happens every season. If you're a fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get to meet these new queens, you're like, I don't like none of them. But over the course of the episodes, you learn to like them. That new, really loud one, I want to say her name is, uh... Something ganache. She is too much. She is on that show to make her screen time. And it just feels like she's fucking trying way too hard. Uh, a comment uh, under this podcast um, on what you think of her. Something milky or silky ganache or whatever her name is. Apparently she had an issue with sexual assault with someone. Um, I'm eager to learn a little bit more about that story. Um, apparently what happened was she was doing her drag show at a bar. Uh, pinned somebody in a corner and would not stop trying to kiss them until she was pulled off by a couple people that were there. D fucking disgusting. So at this point, she's trashing my book. She's annoying. She's loud. She's way too much. Not one of my favorite queens. I'm still seeing what the rest of them got to pull out um, for the rest of this week. Soju is so fucking cute too. Uh, I'm I'm sort of obsessed with Soju. Um, unfortunately, she did get a well-deserved kick off the show for that terrible runway look. So that uh, dismissal was definitely deserved. But I really want to see what more Soju had to offer. Um, and we'll see what the show has in store. We're only on episode one. Episode two airs this week. And I think I want to say Fridays at 9 or 10. Check your local list. It's on VH1. Uh, Pete Davidson had an issue where he was performing. Oh, by the way, I'm getting to the juicy stuff. I'm just saving the juicy stuff for last. I'm brushing through these next couple of hot topics because you guys want to know about them. Pete Davidson did a performance, one of his stand-up specials. Shout out to Pete Davidson. Um, And he was in the middle of telling a joke where um, I guess he was talking about his friend who passed away. And someone in the audience yelled out, Mac Miller. In a fucking appropriate, dude. Do not fucking do that. Mac Miller's definitely the fucking homie. I did a show dedicated to him uh, at the end of last year. Uh, be sure to go back and check that out. But that was fucking way fucking inappropriate. Uh, not really like Pete Dan- Davidson handed like a true class act that he is. Um, he insisted that he would not continue on with the show until the guy left uh, the show. And uh, he actually gave him his money back, which I thought was super cool because a lot of people I know would just throw them out. Um, so shout out to Pete Davidson. Uh, let's talk a little bit about new movies coming out. Um, Captain Marvel, uh, you have a picture of, um, on the front of Entertainment Weekly of, uh, Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson. And I will say she looks amazing. I seen some headlines, uh, or it was on something somewhere on Twitter where someone said that was a disaster of a movie. Um, I'm really fucking excited. I love the MCU. I think the MCU um, is well on their road to ending off this franchise on a high note. Let's hope for that. Um, Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson um, in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie. Um, I was about to say biop- <laughs> biopic. Um, an upcoming uh, Marvel movie. Uh, I think she's going to do a fa- fabulous job. I haven't quite read the article, but um, if you have a chance to pick up Entertainment Weekly, definitely pick it up. Um, and check her out on a cover of that. Also gracing our 
front page, we have the wonderful Meghan Markle on the cover of People magazine. Um, she she is just a doll. It's so hard to believe that her career, uh, and this is no shade to her. She did she was not on anybody's radar until she married a prince. Um, and I think she does well as a sort of a figurehead rather than a, better than an actress, to be honest with you. Um, on the cover of People this week, also, which we will be getting into later. I will not. I'm trying to hold off. I'm trying so hard to hold off with the uh, Chloe uh, Jordan Woods story. <sighs> anyway, Lion King is out as well. Oh, excuse me, Lion King trailer number two is out as well. I don't know if, if it's just me, but I did not see um, any sort of difference in the trailer. But I am really excited to see that movie, if for nothing else, then the Queen Bee. Uh, Aladdin is getting reviews that is just down in the dumps. Nobody's excited about this Aladdin. All because Will Smith looks like a goddamn fucking Smurf on a cover of it. Some, like... I, I'm not the least excited about uh, seeing him as the genie, but I am excited about the movie. D Man, Disney is really coming through this year as far as the Toy Story 4. You have um, Aladdin, you have Lion King. I'm excited to see what Disney has to um, has to offer this year. I'm really fucking excited. And they're probably going to put out another Star Wars movie around Christmas time, but because that's their big cash cow, but we shall see. Um, and the new trailer for Hellboy... Let me just say, I've never been into Hellboy as a movie because the first ones were so fucking terrible. If you like them, I don't trust your opinion in fucking movies at all. Um, but they dropped the new trailer and it looks fucking sick. I am all for that. Um, I I know this is super late, but I finally watched the um, R. Kelly documentary. Um, I... First of all, I've been canceled R. Kelly, and if you haven't done it yet, you're a fucking jerk. I don't listen to no R. Kelly. I don't listen to nothing he produced. He had a hand in, which unfortunately includes Aaliyah. I love a lot of Aaliyah songs, but a lot of her early works I just do not listen to because she, uh, his name pops up. Um, so I deleted his uh, musical trace from my music library. I implore you to do the same because this man deserves none of our money. Um, he actually recently was just... Um, did an interview with Gail King, which I have not seen just yet. Um, but apparently he was crying on camera saying he uh, is fighting for his life um, as as he should. I think he deserves to be in. If we're going to lock up uh, what the Bill Cosby, lock up R. fucking Kelly. They're both fucking trash ass people. Not only that, like R. Kelly was literally on camera. Like, save your fucking tears, man. Like, you're fucking trash. Um, TMZ goes on to say R. Kelly was distraught talking about the recent allegations against him and pleading for the people to believe he's innocent, shouting, I am fighting for my fucking life. Uh, 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 quick clip of that. Check this out and we'll talk. They are still talking about you with underage girls. Do you still sit here and say you have never been with underage girls? Can you really say that? I sit here and say this. I had two cases back then that I said in the beginning of the interview that I would not talk about because of my ongoing case now. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. Fair enough. But okay. I will tell you this. People are going back to my past. Okay. That's exactly what they're doing. They're going back to the past and they're trying to add all of this stuff now to that to make all of the stuff that's going on now feels real to people but the past is relevant with you with underage girls absolutely no it's not why because for one i beat my case when you beat something you, you beat it you were quick we can't double jeopardy me like that you can't mm -hmm. it's not fair it's not mm -hmm. fair to nobody when you beat your case you beat your case but i'm not talking about the one case in which you were acquitted i'm talking about the other cases where women have come forward mm -hmm. and said R. Kelly had sex with me mm. when I was under the age of 18. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly was abusive to me emotionally and physically and verbally. Okay. R. Kelly took me in a black room where unspeakable things happened. This is what they're saying about you. Not this, true. These, aren't, these aren't old rumors. Not true. Whether they're old rumors, new rumors, Why would they say this rumors, about you? Not true. Kelly became much more emotional as Gail continued her questioning. Here's more of that. 
and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never it be held for anybody. R. Kelly with all I've been through in my way, way past to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. What, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding... That's stupid, guys. I didn't... Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, fuck you, nigga. You did that shit. And we are not going to sit here and take our foot off your neck. You know what? You deserve all of this fucking smoke. You sexually assaulted those underage girls. It You fucking held women against their will. Which, to be fair, I, I feel like that's some true and some not true. I believe that he had played mind games with them. I definitely believe he did sort of like um, a power dynamic mind control sort of thing. Um, I don't think he physically chained anybody up, um, but I think he deserves all the smoke that's coming to him. Um, it looks like we're finally getting him, guys. So um, he's been he was taken into custody on February 22nd in Chicago and spent several days, uh, excuse me, several days behind bars before coming up with his $100,000 bail um, upon his release. Um, he hit the local McDonald's where, uh, in a documentary, they also said that he liked to hang out. Um, uh, so he's still on the hook for $200,000 in child support. Um, apparently some lady who owns a daycare of all places let uh, paid his bail for him to actually be back out in the streets. What a dumb fucking thought. If you have your children with this woman, if you know this woman, we should definitely boycott her shit too. You know what? <laughs> well, no, maybe not boycott her shit, but you should definitely take your children out of her custody because clearly she has no idea what's good for the welfare of children. Um, Hillary Clinton just dropped something this morning on Twitter. She dropped a Mean Girls uh, gif. It's uh, the one where it's like, why are you so obsessed with me? Uh, which sort of made me giggle. Uh, I love Hillary. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Please Me video with Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Um, uh, somebody pointed this out to me the other day, and I don't know how I feel about it now. Considering all I just said about R. Kelly, because the song sounds a lot like uh, his other fucking song, uh, Please Me, Baby. Somebody pointed out to me earlier and that it was, uh, it sounds eerily similar to um, R. Kelly's song. And once I figure out what it is, I'm just going to shout it out. Um, I love Cardi wasn't my favorite video to be honest it just lacked something for me it just felt empty and also if you look very closely especially at the beginning <laughs> so her wig her braids is a wig her ears are tucked inside the wig and it's very distracting and i cannot unsee it um <laughs> and it just makes me fucking giggle but again cardi could do no wrong i actually really like her um what else what else what else what else i'm gonna skip the jay wow and her husband story because that's a little dated that happened a while ago um jussie smollett uh spoke about this very briefly um but this this is this is the story that just keeps rolling on and on i don't i don't know if i'm ready to speak about this just yet because i still want to wait for more facts i feel like more things might come out um the if you don't know, Jesse Smollett um, has said a while ago that he was attacked by people. Um, then evidence or some discovered evidence showed that he may be lying. He did an interview. Why people don't believe him. But essentially, um, at this point, I guess we're believing him again. I don't know exactly what's going on, so I'm not going to comment too much on that story. 
Um, by the way, so this episode, if it seems a little disjointed, I started the first half maybe like a while ago. And I kept coming back because the news cycle com- compiled with everything else that's been going on in my personal life has been so fast. So I am now getting back in my regular schedule. So you should know that I am now creating a more um, strict schedule of doing the show. So I apologize, apologize, apologize a million times over for coming back so late. But I will be doing shows back on a regular schedule and I will not be going this long again. Um, I am going to Korea this summer and I will be there for almost a year, but I will still be doing my show in Korea. So look forward to that coming up. Um, Yes. In the last story, which may in fact be my favorite story. The Kardashians and Jordy Woods. Let's unpack this, shall we? Um, Here's the timeline of events. If you've been living under a rock, you don't know that Khloe Kardashian is dating Tristan Thompson, right? They've been together, I want to say a year and some change. Um, When she got pregnant with her daughter, Stormy, she... uh, he was alleged to be cheated on her, not with one girl, not with two girls, but with three girls. One, two of them at a club, grabbing on his dick, making out with him. Another one coming out of a hotel room. She decided to forgive him after the whole world found out. And we let that be that, right? We got over it. Um, Jordan Woods, who is Kylie Jenner's best friend, it came out that she had slept with Jor- uh, Tristan Thompson. I was gagged from the very, very beginning. Um, Nothing from Jordan Woods for about a week. She does this uh, thing for one of her lines. Now, mind you, Jordan Woods is no amateur to to this game. She is, you know, close with the Pinkett Smiths. She, um, her father was pretty successful. They were very well off family. You know, she was very much plugged into that circles, but her fame got a lot bigger once she got, um, uh, for lack of better words, in bed with the Kardashians, um, particularly Kylie. Now, when I first was going to report this story, I was just going to tell Justice that I was um, really worried for her in terms of like, because that Kardashian train will run you down in a heartbeat. They did it to Black China. Black China fought back. Um, and Black China. She did what she had to do, and she came back strong. Well, no, she didn't even come back. Ooh, ooh, wait a minute. Am I just now realizing what the Kardashian did to her? They made her completely irrelevant. Nobody cares about her anymore. Wow. Well, leave it Jordan Wood. She took a matters into her own hands. She used her connections, and she went on Red Table Talk with the Pinkett, uh, with uh, Jada Pinkett. Um, here's a quick clip from that, and we'll talk. Straight up. Okay. Did you sleep with Tristan? Never. God. Never a thought, never a consideration, never happened. There was a party going on. I was minding my business, dancing, drinking. Tristan was there. He was doing his own thing. That was it. After the club, normal L.A. culture, when you're young, go to the bar, go to the club. It ends early. We all go to a house after. Right. We're not thinking about whose house or where it's at we're just you know we're all having fun we're in the moment the group of girls that i'm with are like you know we're gonna go to the house on the way out they're saying it's tristan's house i'm like cool that's okay feels like a safe environment i'd rather it but she also goes on to say that uh it is totally her fault for going over there which i'm glad she acknowledged and accepted that um i give her that but i believe her story I believe her story undeniably 100% I believe her story. I also believe that she did downplay the whole how drunk she was. I think that she downplayed the putting her leg on him. She goes on to say that absolutely nothing happened. She didn't sleep in his room. That's all, you know, hearsay. And then when she left, 
he kissed her on the lips. No time. Which, in this particular story, matters to me. I think Tristan Thompson made out with her because he was drunk and he was on. And I don't think he really cares about Chloe. I don't think he cares, cares to be with her. Um, you know, to have these niggas out here, to, excuse me, to have these ain't shit niggas out here, uh, a baby don't mean shit. It really don't. So you can keep all that. Oh, but he's a dad now. And no, I'm not buying none of that. So, yeah, I believe her story. I'm a side with Jordan as of now, um, mostly because I'm kind of excited to see where this all goes. It sounds so messy, but I'm excited to see where it goes. And last, and certainly not least, I want to talk a bit about Wendy Williams. Since as long as I can remember, I have been a huge, huge fan of Wendy Williams. I love the way she talks. I love the way she brings hot topics. I loved everything about this show. I supported her when people talk shit about her. I supported her bringing hot topics and celebrity gossip to the average person and package it in such a way to make it funny, to make it something I cared about. Hot topics and learn or hearing about celebrity gossip was sort of my way of escaping my world. Um, because I genuinely don't have drama in my life, I sort of enjoyed watching entertainment. Um, and you know, I, I mean, God, I'm subscribed to people essence uh fucking uh entertainment weekly auto week um what else do i have here uh i have um vogue vanity fair um uh on and on and on the list goes i i have consumed uh media at a rate that is ridiculous um, and it was a hobby. It's something I, I, I just enjoy to do the same way someone enjoys skating or whatever have you. It is not my entire life. Believe me, I do not obsess over it if I'm not in front of this microphone. Um, but it has been something that I sort of tried to emulate in my podcasting career. I enjoy having poking fun at these people and having fun with you guys and just talking about shit that at the end of the day don't fucking really matter. Um, so I said all that to say this, Wendy Williams was gone from her show, um, because of what she says was health reasons. I didn't buy it because, excuse me, much like her, I follow stories. I have people tell me stories, bring me information. Um, her, let's, let's, let's go way back. Let's go way back. When Charlemagne was fired from, uh, before he was on The Breakfast Club, Wendy Williams' show, um, I think it was something because he had said something inappropriate to an artist or whatever have you. Charlemagne has made a living off of being inappropriate, wild, that's just what the fuck he does. I enjoy it. In the same way that I enjoy Wendy Williams. Very different style, but a say it how you mean it. Give it to you straight up. Don't give a fuck who feels the type of way about it. I've enjoyed that. She has let me down so tremendously. When she went away from the show, she said it was for health reasons, but apparently her husband had gotten somebody else pregnant. Um, they were going through problems. Apparently he had been physically abusive to her at some point. Um, all these alleged things that happened. When she finally came back from, I think she took her Christmas break and it lasted up until last week. I was so incredibly disappointed that she did not address the issues. Not only did she not even attempt to like talk about it, she brushed over it like none of it never happened. Wendy, sis, girl, what are you doing? If you wanna get on a microphone and say you like to say it how you mean it, then do that all the way through. Granted, you have to put all your business out there, but don't sit up there and lie and say, Oh, well, my husband and, you know, we're we're great and kept referring to herself as a hunter. Yes, girl, we get it. Give us the juice. Or don't. But don't for one second sit around and think that your fans are not nearly as nosy as the fuck you are. So I'm, go I'm going at it alone. 
Um, I'm no longer supporting the show. I'm not watching. Um, and it's not that it it's not that the story matters because she could have very well said, you know what, I'm not ready to talk about it or I don't want to talk about it, whatever have you. I just expected more from somebody who I followed their career so long. And I feel like she's lost it for me. So I've officially given up watching the show. Um, I think that as a matter of fact, dare I say, Sherry Shepard actually did a phenomenal job. Give Sherry a show. Um, and let Sherry do her own thing because she wasn't necessarily terrible. She's funny. She's single. She can keep up with it. And she's a comedian, most importantly. And I think that in order to sustain a show like that, you have to be a comedian to some degree or another. Um, so I, I guess I'm going at it alone with no real sort of model to really go by. Uh, and it's all up to me to come up with my own hot topics and not you know, pick and choose from other news headlines. Um, so I'm really fucking disappointed in her. And I feel like she, uh, she, she just has to come back stronger. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, finding Neverland, uh, which is the Michael Jackson documentary. Let me just say something. Okay. So these guys who, um, I guess accused him. No, let me make sure I get this right. Back in the day, somebody, I, I wanna, I'm, I'm not even gonna attempt to fuck up his name, um, but this kid who was a child at the time came out that Michael Jackson sexually assaulted him. Two of the boys who ran in that same circle uh, got on the stand and uh, aggressively denied that any of these things happened. Um, the case got dismissed and the boy ended up killing himself, um, which is tragic on its own. Um, these two guys linked up with a person who does documentary to come out with documentary Finding Neverland. I refuse to watch it. Um, I have been hearing a lot about it and that it's a very intense documentary to watch, but I refuse to watch it for several reasons. One, somebody pointed out to me how fucking hypocritical it is to try to do this documentary after the man's passed away. Two, that if they deny something in the past and now coming back and saying that all these things did happen, they either did it for money back then or doing it for money now. Three, I don't think Michael Jackson did that. Was he weird? Hell to the fucking yes, he was weird. But I don't think he did any of what they're claiming he did. I think that Michael Jackson... Um, and I, I hate to use this as a scapegoat, but I think that he didn't have a childhood. And it was it, it was all fucking weird. Like, it was a very fucking weird situation. I'm not taking that out of the equation. It was a weird situation. Whether he did or didn't do it, how about you not let your fucking kids go over Michael fucking Jackson's house, okay? This is a whole-ass fucking grown-up who you're not related to. All that getting caught up in the fame and money shit is bullshit to me. The parents need to be locked up. If you're going to fucking demonize Michael Jackson, demonize those fucking kids' parents. I'm not going to say that the kids um, were wrong. These two grown-ass niggas are wrong because they're trying to fucking come out now after the fact and say, oh, this happened, this, that, and third. Fuck them grown-ups. But them kids, they matter. I'm not even going to say anything about them. Arrest the fucking parents. Arrest fucking the fucking security guards who let them go into Never Neverland. Like, why are you fucking letting... It blows my fucking mind. I wouldn't even let my kids fucking stay at a neighbor's house who I just so happen to know. Are you fucking retarded? Like, what type of fucking parents are these? The parents are the ones that need to be fucking locked up, if anything. It's all fucking, like, it, it just annoys me to no end that everyone's fucking coming at Michael Jackson now. Um, and I'm sure that sounds preposterous to people in the same way that Somebody told me that the whole R. Kelly thing, we, he says, oh, um, uh, R. Kelly ain't do none of that. They need to keep that same energy, blah, blah, blah. Yo, he's canceled too. Trust me. You already know me. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it just fucking feels fucking crazy to me that now they want to come out with this documentary. It seems like it's poorly timed. It feels like it's they're being opportunists. And I feel like it was done off for a check. Yes, I stand by that. 110%. I stand by that. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm so, like, I, I can't believe I just fucking, I feel like almost every show I go on a rant towards the end, don't I? Don't I? Yeah, whatever. That's, that's why you love me. That's why you tune in. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, before we left, before I leave the show, I can't talk tonight. This happens every fucking episode. I stumble over my words at some point or another. But one of the reasons why I'm in Texas is that I'm well on my way to owning my own business. I cannot wait to open up my own bar. But one of the things that I'm going to have to do is actually hire employees. Ugh, that whole process sounds so daunting. Well, now I don't have to worry about it being that daunting. I am going to use ZipRecruiter. It is literally the smartest way to hire. Being an entrepreneur, own the business has always been a dream of mine, but I've never actually thought about the actual hiring process. It is the smartest way for businesses to find talent. Today, companies of all sizes use ZipRecruiter to fill their hiring needs. If you're hiring now, you can go over to ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com. 80% of recruiters who post through ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. So try it for free. Also, while we're here, let me just tell you, I don't talk about things that I don't actually intend on using myself or don't support 100%. And if you know me, you know I love murder mysteries, stab em up reenactment shows, and all that mess. Recently, I've been listening to this podcast. You can download it on Apple Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's called Monster. From Tenderfoot TV and How Stuff Works, Monster, this season they'll be talking about the Zodiac Killer, which dives into one of the most notorious unsolved serial killing sprees in history. Despite sketches, ciphers, and taunting letters to the press, the question still remains, who is Zodiac? While you're over there, be sure to check out their first season, Atlanta Monster, which tells the true story of Atlanta's darkest secrets almost 40 years later. That's the one I'm knee deep in now, but I'm really excited to get to the one about the Zodiac Killer because I've been obsessed with the Zodiac Killer since forever. So be sure to check that out and I will see you guys in about a week's time where we will do another brief sit down and recap of everything going on in the world. Love you guys, and like always, stay tuned and see you next week. Fire when the strong hits you. What's it, Brian? Yes.